and we're live all right hello everybody uh this is trevor back with the podcast i'm your co-host and join with me today we have our other co-host emmanuel and a very special guest kirsten um this is our first time meeting so why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to the audience tell us a little bit about yourself kirsten um Obviously, my name's Kirsten. Uh, I live in Indiana. I go to Purdue. Um, I know my friend Carter. She's actually the one that started this whole deal. And I listened to her podcast and I was like, hey, uh, there's a few things that you didn't really get right. But uh, I'd love to talk to him about it. And it kind of sparked from there. But I listened to it and it made me laugh. So well, we would love to hear the things that we didn't get right, and we would love to get the story straight. So, well, it wasn't you guys actually; it was Carter, and of course, of uh, it course. made me re- it made me realize how much more I know about her than she knows about me. Oh, so. that is sad, but <laughs> so, let's hear about it. So, I actually am from Missouri. Um, we met because we used to play volleyball together. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a middle. Hey! Yeah, especially tell me to bring that up. I I just yeah. remember last episode we were we were really going off like talking about setters and stuff like that. We had two setters and they were all super happy about their job, even though they do it wrong all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I played middle. I didn't play. Um, I junior and senior year, I think I didn't play because I decided to rodeo. Um, but I moved up to Indiana my the summer before my senior year, so I could get um, this kind of sounds bad, but so I could get in state tuition at Purdue. Oh yeah, yeah. So that's where my stepdad's from. He lives in Indiana. That is much needed in state tuition. I would agree. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, I can only imagine. Um, as a middle, yeah. What was that? How tall is Kirsten? I'm not very tall for a middle. I'm really? Like, I'm, no, I'm like 5'8". I could just jump really high. That's yeah, hella jump. Okay. That's important. Yeah. But yeah. then you got into racing? Okay, so I am actually not a barrel racer either. So. <laughs> 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 um, I'm what you call what everybody calls it's called a pickup man um so basically um instead of competing against other athletes i actually work the rodeos so i get a guaranteed paycheck every weekend which is oh, nice. really are there yeah. so are there a lot of rodeos in, around indiana um not a whole lot in the winter um but in the summer and early fall and late spring um there are a ton so we're busy like every weekend. I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah. And um, like, how how much would you get paid for working like an entire? I mean, I'm assuming it depends from rodeo to rodeo, but like, what's the biggest paycheck you've received? Um, the biggest paycheck was I went down to Fort Worth, Texas, and worked um a rodeo. Yeah. And I made a thousand bucks in two nights. Holy moly. Yeah. Yeah, so that was pretty cool. Um, I obviously didn't make my money going down to Fort Worth, but it was the experience, and I was already down there anyways. So. Mm-hmm. Well, it covered the trip, I guess, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it, it, the fuel, maybe, but... <laughs> yeah. So what do you do um, to, like, work the rodeos? Because you gave us a pretty vague... You said you worked yeah. the rodeos, and then... Uh, so what do you do for that? So, uh, basically, like... I don't know if you guys have ever seen videos of like the horses when they start bucking and stuff. Um, basically, you guys Wait. probably have to look it up. There's are you a horse whisperer? Are you telling me you calm the horses down? <laughs> no, no. So there's riders on the horses that buck, and they have to last eight seconds to get points um, to be able to win money. And whenever a pickup man just goes in and basically picks up the rider off of the bucking horse so they can not get hurt okay that's dangerous yeah so we're kind of like the safety wow really yeah so then at the end of the road at the very end when they do bull riding and stuff um 
we're the ones that rope the bulls and pull them out if they won't leave the arena. Oh Dang. my. Yeah. That is. Yeah. So how much can you like bench? Huh? How much can you like? I feel like you're very strong, but. Um. Luckily, my horses do most of the work. Mm. <laughs> um, oh, so you go in I... on like a horse and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I don't have a horse, but I do have to work out because most of the time, like I'm like one of the only girls that does it. Most of the time, it's just men that do it. Mm-hmm. Um. So it's like kind of like a girl going to play football. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it'd be like the same thing, like a girl going to play in the NFL. So, mm-hmm. Um. So I do that, but I do work out a lot, just so I can okay so to circle back to a uh, previous question how much can you bench <laughs> i don't know i haven't done it in a long time but uh, i don't know i'm i'm better like on i have my upper body strength's not like super great but my legs like I can probably press, I don't know, last time I did it, but almost double my weight. Like a squat? Holy. Yeah, pretty much. That is insane. Yeah. So, I don't know. My brother's a football player. So, like, so he sends I you workouts and stuff? Like, yeah, like I'm following the same workouts he would follow. And I'm I like, gotcha. well, I don't want to look like a lineman, so I'm not doing that. Does anybody want to look like a lineman? Uh, I don't think girls do. <laughs> exactly. I don't know. If I were if, if I were working a rodeo, I'd be like the pooper scooper. I would not have a dangerous job. Yeah, I mean, how how dangerous is it actually? Like, have you gotten um, hurt? Have you broken like an arm yeah. or something? I'm assuming because you rope the bull and then it's like it's fighting against you. It's like fishing, but with like a lot higher stakes and scarier fish. Yeah. Am I really oversimplifying it right now? I I fortunately have not been like hurt super bad. I mean, I've ripped a few nails off and stuff and like I've sprung a couple uh my wrist a couple times and i think i've gotten kicked in the shin but i was gonna say you're like, gonna cut the hoof to like the jaw or something yeah yeah so have you ever uh, had like fall off? Had a... oh sorry go ahead no you're fine i just i have had friends that like they've broken a collarbone or um they've came off and they've they've broken major bones and that's taken time to heal so it can be dangerous if it's not done properly do you get like insurance or something like that? Like when you go to the rodeos, like obviously you get paid, but are they like, hey, if something happens to you? Yeah. So every rodeo company has to be covered under some kind of insurance, which um, means that all the workers have to be covered under insurance. And since I'm employed by them, mm-hmm. if something were to happen, then the insurance would cover me. I gotcha. Wait. So how does that work then? Um, so is it like you are? Um. Are are you employed by a rodeo company, and then you basically wherever they host a rodeo, you go, or is it you just uh, each rodeo is like, hey, we need this amount of people to almost die in the bull ring, and you're like, yeah, that sounds like fun. <laughs> no, so they hire you. So um, there's this guy. He lives in Ohio. Um, I worked for him a lot last summer, so I was driving like six hours there, six hours back every weekend to work some of his rodeos um whenever i went they they so like i got a w2 back from him but whenever i worked at fort worth it was way more like professional like i had to fill out a bunch of forms and like write down my social security number if anything and like sign a bunch of forms saying i wasn't going to sue them basically but they're on a larger span than most of the rodeos up here Mm -hmm. what do you call the people that ride the horses um, or the bulls, or whatever. Rodeo slang, we, we call them roughies, but um, they're they're rough stock riders. Okay, gotcha. And these are like trained people. Like I can't just show up to a rodeo and say, "Hey, I want to, I want to turn." Like you have to, like. Uh, I mean, I mean, you could if you wanted to, but I don't really? think it'd be a great idea. No, yeah, I mean anybody. 
anybody can pay their entry fee and get on a bull if they want to. Anyone drunk enough? Really? Wow. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. I gotcha. Have you ever ridden <clears throat> a mechanical bull? Um, I have not, uh, but, you know, I'm not really coordinated in that way. <laughs> it would probably make it Okay, hard, but... you're coordinated enough to rope bulls. I think that kind of, like, trumps everything right there. Have you? I mean, have you guys ever rode a mechanical bull? No. No. But I also don't <laughs> do what you do for a living, so. I, I've yeah. ridden a pony. Uh, yeah, I've ridden a pony too, and it I've was at a walking well. pace. And I was still pretty uncomfortable by it, so. <laughs> well, I honestly, that's, I really, it's kind of a hobby. Like, it doesn't really pay the bills or anything. So, mm -hmm. most yeah. of the time, it's at rodeo. They've got a 9-5 throughout the week or go to school and that kind of stuff. Yeah, how does that play into, like, you going to school and stuff like that? Is that, like, difficult trying to balance both of those? um yeah it's it can be tough at times i've kind of i'm kind of in my niche now but at first it was pretty tough just because i was commuting because i only lived 35 minutes from there mm -hmm. but um i figured it out and it's it's okay now most of the time i just have to make sure i can't have mandatory classes on fridays because i'm missing a lot i miss a lot of fridays when like, oh we with travel radio, yeah yeah that's so, crazy yeah Okay. But, um, luckily, I'm an animal science major, so most of my professors understand. That's good. That's good. Okay, so like, you follow your your brother's workout plan. You do a lot of the same workouts and stuff like that. But yeah, I'm assuming it takes a lot more niche skills that you can't just learn in a gym. So what, like, how did you start doing stuff like this, and how is I just want to get into horse rodeo stuff. Yeah, I want to train my kid to be to do what you do. So, like, how do I how do I get them started? Um. So, well, for me, I I think I was riding before I could even walk. Like, I I was in diapers still whenever I first started riding. Really. Uh, yeah, I got a few pictures that my mom. Like, we always made jokes. Like, I really was riding before I could walk. But, Did you live on a farm? I uh, uh, kind of. We we always had horses um, and cows and stuff, but That's I don't a know. Farm. I think, yeah. yeah, I guess I guess it would be a farm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, a weird. it's weird because like everybody else, it's a farm, but then like you move up to Indiana and it's just fields and fields of corn, and it's like um, not a farm anymore. Same same down in southern Missouri and stuff like that. Yeah, where are you guys from in Missouri? I'm I'm actually from Southern Illinois, um. So like right across from St. Louis, and then like you. So you go west of St. Louis, you hit East St. Louis, and then you go like a step past the crime, and you're like, that's where I live. Um, yeah, it's a nice it's a nice neighborhood. Every I wouldn't is go not... to say nice, but yeah, yeah. Or were you talking about your place? Your place is nice. No, no, no. <laughs> your place is nice too. I'm from Chicago. I'm not from St. Louis. City boy. Oh, I got you. Eman and I are cousins. Mm-hmm. Okay, I got you. I think Carter told me that, but I forgot. It's okay. She forgot a lot of details about your story too, apparently. <laughs> so she completely misidentified your hobby. Yeah, that's okay. I, like, didn't know she was going to be a pilot until, like, I don't know, say, like, this semester. Like, we talk mm -hmm. all the time, and I didn't know she was going to be a pilot, so. That's crazy. She's taken to it well, at least, though, from what yeah, I've heard. I am proud of her. Uh-huh. So, do How you, do you have, like Oh, do? no, go ahead, Trevor. Okay. Please. <laughs> I insist, as co-host. How do you like uh, Purdue? How do you like your major in? Um, <laughs> I like Purdue. I my my I switched my concentration. I was a bioscience concentration, but now I'm in a business concentration. Um, but I like my major a lot. I just don't fit in Purdue very well. Oh, is that right? Are you thinking of transferring, or is this 
Yeah. So next fall, I'm transferring to Oklahoma State. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So, um, which is I've already kind of found my niche there. So that that's better. But do you know people over there that you are going to that you're like transferring over to kind of thing or what? Like, do do you uh are are you just kind of flying blind or do you do you know some people down at Oklahoma? I know some people, so I've actually been like since October, November. I they have a they actually have a rodeo team. So like, the sport of rodeo is a college sport. You can get scholarships and stuff for it. So I got a scholarship for it, and um, I've been talking to the coaches since like last November. I went down there and toured. Actually, when I went to Fort Worth, I toured the campus, and I actually had my advising appointment today, where I scheduled my classes for next fall. Well, how about that? That's awesome. <laughs> but are you going? Um, are you moving there so you also get in-state tuition there, or no? Unfortunately, I do not get to have an in-state tuition. But you get scholarships for being on part of the rodeo team, don't you? Yeah, it it balanced out. Yeah, I was just wondering. So it took it took yeah, it took my tuition down quite a bit, but that's awesome. That's good. That in-state. So then, on the rodeo team, that's Which, where you'll be doing your bail racing, right? Yeah, kind of. So, I, so I'm not working. I also, I, I do barrel race. That's just not really what I do kind of all the time. But okay, um, I do, and I breakaway rope as well, um, which is like super harmless. You rope a calf, and the rope breaks off from your horn in like three seconds, and you get paid if you win, so. Okay. Okay. Okay, so you... Attire. Do you have, like, spur boots and a uh, cowboy hat? Yeah, I'm actually wearing them right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm on my way home from... I had to drive to southern Indiana to pick up a horse. So do you have your own horse, or is this... Do you just get, like, a... Are you... Do you rent a horse? Like, uh... Or is it, like... I don't know. Um, I have. Is there like an enterprise own, for horses? Yeah, so you can you can rent horses, but I have my own, so I don't have to. And um, I have four. You have four horses. So, yep, I have. Um, I have Morris. I have Cat. I have Hobo, and I have Padre. Padre. How old do the horses live to be? Aren't they like? They have a pretty extensive lifespan. Yeah, um, I think the oldest I've ever had one live was almost to almost thirty. But you stop riding them around twenty five ish. Mm. Yeah, I'd imagine they wouldn't really hold up past a certain age. So yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to pick up on one or use it myself um, after probably eighteen. But you could have a kid ride one. What are riding years? When do you start riding a horse? Uh, you can start one when they turn two. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Uh, they they are not done growing in between age six and eight, but you can start riding them at two. A lot of people wait till they're four, but I start mine at two. I guess they do come out of the. Have you? I I don't know. I knew I knew a couple people who were in our ag department and they were um not necessarily like horse breeders but they had done work around stuff like that and i learned a lot about horse reproduction some of which i didn't need to know but they insisted (laughs) um but yeah they come out walking don't they so they're like already i i didn't two sounds so young but i didn't even think about the fact that they're yeah, pretty so it independent. Takes horse, it takes a horse 11 months uh, to grow, and then they're born, and they're already walking and stuff within the next, within 30 minutes. And That's then cool. you, you wean them from their mom at six months old, I think, six to eight months old. And then you can start riding them when they're two. I gotcha. When's prime, prime racing years? Or um, prime horse years uh i would say probably a horse should probably be finished 
by the age of eight and they're probably good until they're 16. So between eight and 16 is when they're going to have their top performance years. Mm. And can you raise a horse to be like the best and then go to college for like, take your horse to college and get a scholarship that way? Yeah. So, um, are you serious? Yeah. Like sometimes so, your scholarship depends on the horse. Well, it kind of depends on the horse any, anyways, because just because if you're racing them, then they're really the ones winning the money for you. Right, right. But we at OSU, they have a, a breeding facility where they have their own mares, they have their own studs, and they raise these babies, and they sell them in an auction every year. And, like, you could do something like that. Or oh I know there's a bunch of professional people that will clone their horses. So they have, they have more babies, like pop out just like the ones that want all that money for them. Like Star no Wars. Way. No yeah. way. Yeah. So you can clone a horse. They do it all the time. <laughs> and it's so cool. That's unbelievable. So basically you're a big fraud because your scholarship <laughs> has nothing to do with you and more to do with <laughs> yeah, your horses. No. It has nothing to do with me. Okay. Just wanted to know who we were interviewing. Thank you. <laughs> is there like a horse hierarchy or like a, like I know a friend from back home who I think did like show showmanship or something like that with horses. Yeah. So uh, you can't even show horses. Like you don't even have to ride them. They have uh, these like classes where you basically, I don't really know what you do because I'm not in that part of the industry, but do you look down on that industry? Huh? Do you look down on that industry? Are they like Is it like the rich popular kids and then and then you guys are like the, the outsiders? No, so no. So uh they're actually probably the higher end more higher end ones because I mean you can sell horses for millions of dollars and so they geez. they are definitely probably in the higher end than I am. Mm. I got you. Okay. Yeah, like racehorses. Well, I had a girl that uh, rode English horses in high school that I was friends with. And they shipped, they bought a horse from Europe and they like shipped him over here. And like all her horses are from Europe. Hmm. That's crazy. <clears throat> okay, sorry, I cut you off. What, what were you saying before? What, me? Uh, either of you. I already forgot. I did too. I don't remember what I was going to say. I, I, I knew I wanted to ask if she had her own horse. Um, oh, do you... So, how does one go about, like, getting a horse? Like, it, do you just... Do you go on, like, Craigslist and you're like, that's the one I want? And then... I know, so... They have, like, Facebook groups. And... Like, you can find them there, or um, there's, like, online auctions. Like, Padre came from an online auction. He's from Arizona. Um, Hobo came from a Facebook group. He's from New Mexico. Hmm. Uh, Morris is from a friend in Kentucky, and my horse named Kat, she came from a feedlot in Iowa. So, like... I mean, just all over the place. Yeah. So, I don't know. What do you look for when you're trying to buy a horse? I know, like, in a car, you're looking for, like, miles and stuff. And if horses are also vehicles of transportation, do you have to take that into account? Like, oh, this has 100,000 miles on it. Miles on your horse. Yeah. I mean, you can't just take it to Valvoline. Like, what, what do you look for? Well, I would look at. I, I would look at mileage on a car like age on a horse because I just not kind of because like I don't want a super young one because it's going to take a few years for them to get ready. Mm -hmm. But I also don't want a super old one because then you won't get like enough years out of them for it to be worth as much as you're paying for them because pickup horses are not cheap by any means. And uh, if you're not going to make your own and you're going to buy one, then you better buy one that is going to last a long time. Like a car, mm -hmm. exactly. So yeah, okay. Um, so then, is there one that like, what are the ages of your horses right now? Um, Padre is eight, 
and Morris is six, and Cat and Hobo are both five. And are those both in, or all are they all in Missouri, or do you no, keep them? No, they're. In... Um, yeah, I keep them at my place in Indiana. She's from Indiana. Carter's from Missouri. She's also from Missouri. She moved to Indiana. I listened at the beginning of the podcast. Yeah. But now, okay. I don't we're, know. Maybe her family take still takes care of them in Missouri. And I don't know. That's that's what I was trying to figure out. Um, oh, wait. So do you go home to Missouri at all? Yes. Um, I haven't been in a long, in a, in a hot minute. But just because we've been so busy because um, with rodeos and stuff. But I try to go down. One, at least once every couple months sometimes twice but it's like a six hour drive so sometimes it's tough mm-hmm. how far is the drive for you trevor six hours as well it's from here to you antioch oh no it's like two and a half hours maybe three hours average how bad is my geography what <laughs> you to to home yeah it's like three hours oh i'm and then from me to you, from me to Missouri, I don't know. Do you live near St. Louis? My yeah, not even thirty minutes uh, out. So, no. Kirsten. Oh, Kirsten. Oh, um, yeah, I lived. Wait, like now or when I lived in Missouri? When you were when in you Missouri. Missouri, you live um, I... in Farmington. Yeah, I... Isn't that where Carter said she lived? Yeah, so actually, I kind of grew up in Jackson, but I, I did live in Farmington when I moved. Who's Jackson? Oh, wait. Place is called Jackson? Place is yeah, called so, Jackson, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, you go to SEMO, don't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Jackson is, like, right next to Cape. Yeah. It's a nice place. I like it. Yeah, Jackson's really nice. My friend goes fishing there all the time. Way better than Farmington. <laughs> <laughs> No comment. I don't have enough experience with Farmington, but I know Jackson's fantastic. Yeah, I remember like listening to the podcast and Carter like talking about all the hicks and stuff. And oh shoot, I... is that you? Oh no, I that didn't was, even... see that's what no, that's what everybody thinks, and I'm like not a hick. Like I work at Buckle, so like I I'm not a hick. But I, I didn't. So I didn't think you were. I was actually. I was kind of surprised at the lack of an accent that I was hearing. Yeah. Yeah. No. I do not like all the kids that like drove their tractor to school and went mudding on the weekends. Like I was not friends with them. You were working rodeos on the weekends. How could you be friends with them? <laughs> right. What kind of car do you drive? If not a truck or a uh, horse? Well. Uh, I have a little Toyota Camry that I drive to school. Oh, I was like, if you say a Mustang, I swear. No. <laughs> right now, I'm driving my mom's brand new Denali, but... Oh, Mustang, I get it. Ha 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 ha, yeah. Just curious. Um, so... Are there horses that you, like... So uh, I'm assuming the you you said the the younger horses are like five, right? Yeah. Um. Yeah. So are you are you basically? I'm assuming there's a horse that you do. Do you kind of switch up the horses that you take to each rodeo, or is it just kind of? Um. So I have different horses for different events because the events are so exerting. Um. Whenever there's a bunch of entries, mm-hmm. um. I I try not to gas them out. Just mm-hmm. like, just like how you want to rotate players out because you don't want to gas them out. Mm-hmm. So, like, um, cat, I use for bareback because she's super, like, she's tall and really big. So I don't want to like be reaching down all the time on her. So I'll use her for that, and then I use Morris for saddle bronc, and Padre is usually for shagging bulls, and then Hobo, he's kind of new to the program, so <laughs> we haven't figured out his niche yet. So he just kind of sits out there and looks pretty during all of the other events. So you bring all four to your rodeos. Yeah. Most That's of the time. Crazy. Sometimes I don't have time to switch. And I like I won't have time to switch so I don't use them all. But that's usually what I just do whenever mm-hmm. we're at other things. But whenever we're at ranch rodeos, which is different than a regular rodeo, which is what my fa- my family puts on, uh, most of the time I don't have time to switch at all. I gotcha. 
So how many rodeos do you usually work, like, in a month or something? Like, what's... Um, in the winter months, it's like, so my stepdad, he, he puts on, he helps put on, like, all of the, like, little kid rodeo associations in the state of Indiana. So, like, we have, like, kids from, like, K through 12 at those rodeos. I mean, they're freaking so long. Mm-hmm. But... I have a couple of those a month and then when it picks up in May I think I have one every weekend until the end of August that's crazy so in Oklahoma are they gonna provide like I'm assuming you're taking your horses down with you to Oklahoma yeah I am okay so do they have like accommodations for that at the at the school yeah at about five minutes down the road from like it's still technically their campus but it's about five minutes down the road from their actual campus they have an arena and a bunch of stalls and where uh, everybody keeps their trailers and stuff i think there's about like 60 kids on the team mm-hmm. so that's where everybody stays that's crazy yeah. so then how much care do you have to put in that's four horses is it yeah. is it a lot it can be a lot of times, but um, it's not that bad in the summertime because you have more time on your hands. But in the wintertime, it can be time consuming. Mm-hmm. How far especially, is... Oh, go ahead. Especially whenever uh, you have a horse that takes a horn from a bull and gets his chest ripped open. Oh, crap. I um, didn't even think of that. I'm just thinking about your safety. No, that's... Yeah. Holy crap. That happened last summer and... My one of my horses was out all summer because it happened at the beginning. Which one was it? It was Morris. Of course, it was Morris. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Toy <Totally> Morris. <laughs> Are you writing Morris in your profile picture, or is that different? Huh? And you you have a profile picture. I think it's you riding a horse. Yeah, that's Hobo. So oh, okay. I'm like can't like really tell, but it's like a like ongoing joke because hobo makes my head hurt sometimes but i gotcha do you have a favorite is it is it like kids where you can't pick a favorite (laughs) no i definitely have a favorite oh no do the horses uh, want to hear this let's look at our podcast analytics for horses before (laughs) we continue Who's the favorite? Spill the beans. Oh, sorry, sorry. Um, <laughs> it's Cat for sure. She, uh, I've had her since she was like one and a half, and she's five now. So she's been with me for a long time, and I've done her all on my own. So she's kind of mm. like all the others were already started when I got them, mm-hmm. and I, she's. So she's probably my favorite just because I've done her by myself. I gotcha. Did the other horses ever get jealous of that fact? or? Um, I don't think so. Morris is kind of just an asshole anyways. <laughs> He's like the grumpy old man that like bickers at everyone that walks by. I mean, he got stuck with a horn. I'd cut him some slack. <laughs> and Hobo is kind of just happy to be there. Uh, he like he never knows what's going on. He's just kind of lottie down all all the time. Good for him. Is that and why you Padre, named him Hobo? No, ho- he came he came named Hobo, but it fits him very well. Okay, I was surprised because I was like, that name sounds like you named him after you got him. Like, no, unfortunately, all my horses came named already. But like oh. Morris, the only reason why Morris is named Morris is because he came from a guy named Dennis Morris. And the guy that owned him didn't want to forget where he came from. I gotcha. So he named him Morris. So you have to name your horse. So like, if, if you had to name a horse, what would you name it? Oh, I don't know. I really want to get a horse, like a male, so I can name him Magic Mike. Magic mm-hmm. Mike. Yeah. Any reasoning behind that? Just a fan of the movie or... No, I just think it's cool. Like, a lot of these people have horses named, like, Sparkles and Glitter and Fastest Pony. And, you know, people walk up, oh, what's that horse's name? Magic Mike. So everybody likes giving their horses stripper names, is what I'm gathering. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) 
That's crazy. So then what else do you do outside of rodeo? Because I feel like this podcast has made it sound like that's your only personality trait. Yeah. I wanted to shift gears. Why did you quit volleyball? Yeah, it's such or a great sport. Volleyball? Do you still play at all? Um, I mean, I don't really play. I, I when I substitute teach, like I'll like so that's one of my jobs. I'm a substitute teacher. Um I subbed for PE the other day and then he wanted them to play this dude, the game, so I was like, no, we're putting the nets up and we're playing volleyball. Stuff. I gotcha. So um I quit volleyball because my coach so my freshman year and Carter can vouch for me, like our the girls we played with at Farmington were a little tough to 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 hang with sometimes. And uh I kind of played volleyball because it was fun not because like i saw it as like something i was going to do for the rest of my life mm-hmm. and those girls kind of took it that way so we didn't really get along well then somehow there was a position that came a middle position that needed filled on the jv and it, it had been like a few years since anybody had been pulled up from freshman team and i don't know how don't ask me how because i don't know but i got pulled up for it and That's like right. all all the girls hated me for it. All of them, except oh. for Carter. Carter was like the only one that was happy for me. I gotcha. And so my volleyball coach, I started riding horses again because I took a break to play volleyball. Mm-hmm. And I, I got burnt out a little bit, so I started riding horses again. And my coach told me that I needed to choose between riding horses or playing volleyball. And I was like, Whoa. "Well, this is stupid. I can ride horses for the rest of my life. I can't play volleyball the rest of my life." So he made gonna... that choice easy. Or yeah, she, like, so he or she, she, she made that choice. Right. E- wait, do I know this coach? I don't know. I don't know. Um, did you play a really good volleyball coach? But I gotcha. Did you play for NSSC at all? Um, no, I don't think so. The like club, League? yeah. Yeah, I played club a little bit, but I never, like, I had the option to go play for teams in St. Louis, and I just never really wanted to because, again, I didn't take volleyball that seriously. It's and the with, it's the club down in Cape Girardeau. Well, I coach for them now. I didn't know if I knew any of your coaches. No, this coach was a high school coach. She, okay. She only coached high school. I gotcha. I gotcha. So. Well, you sound like you're happy not sticking to volleyball. <laughs> Yeah. So I'm, that's good. I, I'm glad that I chose horses because it's it's crazy the opportunities it's offered. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like it's it's pretty good so far. Yeah, for sure. And horse season is like a year-round thing. There's no like, there's no off time, right? No off season. Oh, yeah. job's not finished. No, I, there's no off season. Hmm. Well, that's cool. That is very cool. Definitely a unique yeah. uh, niche, as you call it. Okay, so horses, volleyball, what else? Do you have any other? We're big know, fans interest? of music on this podcast. Do you like country music? music? I, that's pretty yeah. stereotypical, but. Yes, yeah, so I was actually thinking about this as I'm like driving down the road and I don't listen to country that often to be honest really um yeah i have a lot of like rap music <laughs> like that's really like what i listen to most of the time but surely they play like country music at the rodeos right like all day the whole Sometimes. time really? Sometimes. yeah most of the time we're not like a lot of times we'll play like belly or 50 cent or like sometimes a cool announcer will have post malone playing Really? Yeah. It just kind of depends on the announcer. Gotcha. That's interesting. It's crazy. What yeah. kind of rap? Like, name a few artists. Top five. Like, for music? Yeah, for music. Um, I don't know. I My genres are like, I listen to literally everything. Like, you can play something on the radio, and I'll probably know what this is. Okay. I listen to it's gonna make me sound like super basic but i listen to a lot of j cole um 
Nickelback. So that nice, kind of stuff. Nice, nice. Yeah. Um, We've got nothing against but, it. I don't, at least. <laughs> I don't know. Trevor might hate Nickelback. No, no. I have no, no prejudice in his music, taste in music. Except country. Really? Uh, I really like Kid Rock. Have you guys ever heard Kid Rock's music? Yeah. Yeah, Kid Rock's probably my favorite. Really? I was yeah. listening... Wait. Was that by Kid Rock? Did he do American Badass? <laughs> he did. <laughs> Fucking love that song. Yeah, my favorite song by him is... Um, well, one... Uh, the... The bad mother song by him and Machine Kelly, but then Cocky, Cocky's also a great one by him. He's he's got some bangers. I just (laughs) (laughs) they're all good. I gotta look through his and so music. Do you have any free time? What do you do in your in your spare time? Are you a movie connoisseur? Read. I like read? to read. Read. There you go. Yeah, that's where Carter and I bonded the most. I like to read. What do you read? Similar books, romance novels. Yeah, kind yeah. of. She's more of like the like realistic non like realistic fiction, nonfiction. But I'm like straight fiction. Like if it's never gonna happen, then I want to read it. Okay. Like, all right, because we were talking, you listen to the podcast. She doesn't know, like, a single superhero. Um, what is that about? I don't know. <laughs> um, so, wait, name a few, like, series or novels that you've read that you would recommend. And we'll um, see if I, so, there's a lot of, like, I don't know. I tried to get into like Hunger Games and stuff, and I just couldn't do it. Okay. Yeah. Is it like sci-fi fiction? No. Or is it like, it's uh, more of like fantasy fiction, or just yeah, it's kind of like fantasy. Like they've got wings. I'm probably gonna read it. Okay. Have you read yeah. the Shadow and Bone trilogy? Yes, I have. You have. Have you watched the show? I have. You have. What do you think of the show? Um, is it doing justice to the books? I haven't read the books, but my friend got me into the show, and so now I'm so, considering. It's like it's pretty diff. It's very different from the books because, like, Kaz and all them. Mm-hmm. So they have their own series. Like they're not even like they're by the same author, but I don't. Right. I don't know. I didn't finish the last book, but I don't think that they ever like cross over in series. And so, like, Six of Crows, which is Kaz and all them, that right. three is their own series. And then Shadow Shadow and Bone is, like, their own. It's but it's so different. Thing. But oh. it's still good. Like, the series it still keeps me hooked. Like, honestly, I'm more interested with the series than I am, like, with the show than when I, I was with the book. Okay. Interesting. Do you have a favorite character from either the show or books? Um, who's the... The blonde prince, uh, what's his name again? That just came into season two. Oh, that's my friend's favorite character too. Yeah, he 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 seems the most real. The girl, uh, I can't remember her name. The main character, I haven't watched it in so long. Alina uh, Stark. Yeah, she's like my least favorite because I just think she's so whiny. I agree. I didn't like her. She's she has her moments though. I think for me, but I agree the, that he's very annoying. The Darkling then, was my favorite in the book, even though he's supposed to be a bad guy. But I don't remember them killing him off in the book the way they killed him off in the show. Hmm. But I don't remember how they killed him off in the book. And then the prince's name is Nikolai. Nikolai Lindberg. Yeah, he's my favorite. Very cool. Have you? All right. And then I tried to get him, the same friend, to read a book series called The Unwanted. Have you heard or read it? The Unwanted? You got me into that one. I remember that one. 
I was trying really? to think. I, I know that one. Well, I think I saw it on your shelf, and then I saw it in the library, and I was like, now I gotta get it. Oh, okay. That's cool. Um, it's it's just, I don't know, magic fantasy. Um, I think Lisa McMahon is the author, and it's just about, I think it's like a caste society where they basically pick creative kids. Um and they make them seem like they're just going to kill the creative kids, but then they bring them to, like, a magical part of the world instead. Oh, okay. I don't think I've read that one. I haven't read it in a long time. I don't even think I finished it. Did you finish it, E-Man? No, no. Well, because, like, I I read through the first couple books, and then they just kept churning out, and I was getting less... I, I was less of a reader by the time that they started coming out a lot more. Yeah. I think I might try getting back into it this summer if I have the time. Along with uh, Jordan. You remember Jordan? Yeah. That's who I've been talking about. Okay, what other what other series then? Because he said he never read Harry Potter. Because he said everyone read Harry Potter. I don't, I don't want to be like everyone else. Unlike other girls. I couldn't read Harry Potter. I couldn't get into it. I, like, tried to read the first book. I'm the same with Divergent. Like, I didn't get into that one either. I really like um, A Discovery of Witches. That's a trilogy that I really liked. I was way too young to be reading that book. But (laughs) it was a good book. Or, like, uh, Percy Jackson. Yeah, I like Percy Jackson. Oh, that disappoint. Uh, we had a um. So for March, along with like March Madness, our library, uh, where I work, does like a book battle, and it's basically yeah. they pick a bunch of random books, um, and then you like, like quiz on the books. No, no, they pick a oh, bunch no. of random books and they set them up in a bracket, and. Um, yeah they set them up in a bracket and then uh, you basically you vote online for the book that you want and Percy Jackson lost to Little Women in the first round and I had it winning it all I was <laughs> I was so dis- it, it didn't even make it to uh, I, I was mm. I was disappointed and then it didn't help that my March Madness bracket was already like suffering heavily so like yeah, that, March, March was just not a bad or not not a good month. Fair enough. But Percy Jackson, I think, is fantastic. I actually will say that I watched the movies before I read the books, and then I got interested in the movies, so then I went back and I read the books. That's okay. actually really smart to go about it that way, because the movies are not that good. No, they're not. So by the time you read the book, it's like... Like it's refreshing at that point. Well, that and like you want to still enjoy the movie. If you read the book first, and it's a and the movie's a disappointment, then you just spend your whole time just comparing and not liking the movie. Exactly. And if a book's popular enough to make a movie, it's usually a pretty good book. So like you can never really be disappointed by the book. So might as well just watch the movie first. I've heard the yeah, strategy. Like the after, like the after movies. Have you guys seen those? I don't think so. Oh, wait. Yes. I've heard of them, but I don't think I've watched yeah. them. Yeah, so there, I read that series, like, years ago, and then they started coming out with all the movies, and it was like, I don't remember everything that happened in the book, so it was just like a refresher, so I still enjoyed the movies. Hmm. Okay. I've heard people will watch, like, a trailer for a movie, so that they have, like, an image of the characters in their head while they read the book and then after they read the book they watch the movie my mom made me oh. always read the book before watching the movie and that was something <laughs> i didn't like her for but she eventually eased up on it it was after i went to a sleepover and watched lord of the rings when i was like eight which is not a time to be watching lord of the rings um but then my mom was like, yeah, you know what, whatever, just go go watch the movie. 
Yeah, I my my mom, she was an uh, English teacher before she was a principal. So she's like, she's the one that got me hooked on reading. Those will be the ones to do it, yeah? Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Did you guys have Battle of the Books growing up? I don't know if I've asked you man this, but... I think we came to watch your Battle of the Books, didn't we? <laughs> no way. <laughs> one of them. One of them. You guys did like a weird. Every time you got an answer right, you did something weird in the middle. Of, you guys also like did a weird high five. It wasn't a high five. That was Battle of the Books, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I got it. But you never had anything like that. No. No, Kirsten. No, I haven't. No. Did you have AR? We did. We had AR. We had AR. Kirsten, AR? What's AR? Oh. Probably not if I don't know what it is. Yeah. It's like you read a book and then you get points for answering questions about the book. And then if you accumulated enough points, you could get like a physical prize. Like like a eraser top or something. You could do that? We had that in Jackson, but in Farmington, we did not. Okay. Wait, wait. What's different about yours? I don't know. Email. I didn't realize we had chances to get physical prizes at the end of the year. Oh, yeah. One of, actually at the at the end of the year, um, when I was in grade school, we would have like an auction, and all the points you accumulated over the years was the money yeah. that you bid with. Okay. And they actually had some good stuff, because I had well, it was like me and a couple others over the year had gotten like over a thousand AR points and so we were we were big chilling we were getting so much like loot and stuff it was fantastic and then like I knew a couple people who like did not read at all and only did the bare minimum and they got like 50 points so they're like sitting there like for an hour with nothing to do because they spent like 50 like 50 of their AR points on an eraser top and it's like huh, look at this scrub you guys had the Scholastic Book Fair? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Iconic stuff. Iconic stuff. Love I would walk fair. into the Scholastic book, book Fair right now and still be excited about it. Oh, because <laughs> it's fantastic, yeah. What, what would you guys do at the book fair? We would always pop open like the new Guinness World of, Book of World Records and just watch or read through that probably for the whole period. I would do that. I would. I would do something like that. I would read through the books. I because well, I never. My mom never sent like money with me for the Scholastic Book Fair because we were like, yeah. we were big library people. But so, books like, are expensive. Yeah. I do remember the one book I got from the Scholastic Book Fair was I think, a book about Minecraft. Okay. Which is the most out of box thing. That I like can imagine I would have purchased. Do you but guys I, remember like the markers that smelled like chocolate? Or is that like the only like am I the only one that was like embedded in my brain? Oh I, we have markers bit stencils. <laughs> stencils you'd scratch. No. Those are yeah. cool. We didn't have any of those. That's that's like the only thing I can remember is like playing with all the little toys and like the markers that smelled mm. like fruit and chocolate i remember the ones that smelled like I fruit i don't remember markers, chocolate yeah i mean sniffing markers at a young age that's never <laughs> it was like the pre-vape era it was like a vape of elementary school yeah that's funny what a throwback good shout oh man i can't remember what other just the squishy like things you'd put around your Pencils. Yeah. Different, like, funny eraser There was that. Oh, the little grippers, yeah. Yeah. And then after, oh my goodness, I don't know how much you guys had, like, traded in high school, or not in high school, in grade school, but, like, after the book fair, holy moly, your classroom was like the the trading hub. It was insane at, at least for for me like people would be like oh you remember that eraser you had that was really cool like i'll trade you for this pencil gripper i just got at the scholastic book fair and you're like sure, yeah 
Like, oh, premium stuff, huh? With a little poppers that will like flip maybe like five feet into the air. You know those things? Little circle things you like. Put I remember. Actually, yeah, I do remember those. Cause we had a uh, well, we didn't get those from the book fair. We got those from uh, when we were we would sell like stuff for our school, and then in return we would get some of those prizes depending on how much you sold. Like box tops. Yeah. You guys have box top parties? No. <laughs> no. No. That's sad. <laughs> I know it sounds sad. Well, that I didn't have them. Box top parties sound fantastic. Your silly bands. Oh yeah, those are crazy. Or the smaller silly bands with the bracelets. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Kirsten. Yeah. Do you know? Sorry. Did did you ever have silly bands, or did you just have take your tractor to work day? Was that it? Uh, take, your, take your tractor for me. <laughs> we had like, I. That, it seems like it, I thought I would get away from that whenever I moved up here, but no, it just the tractors got bigger. Really? <laughs> yeah. Huh. You said you moved before your senior year, so did you? So your high school had like a take your tractor to work day? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh boy. Did you have a tractor? No. You said you sort of lived on a farm. Well, I mean, I like my 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 family had a tractor, but I didn't use it. Okay. I see. I see. She was too busy riding horses. Exactly. I rode my horses with Dev. Did you actually? No. Oh. <laughs> I was gonna say. No. Where would you park it? There is some kids that I'm friends with from Oklahoma. And that's one thing about rodeo is like you literally meet so many people from so many different places. And they had a day where they rode their horse to school and like tied them up to the hitching posts outside the school and then rode them home. Tied them up Dang. to the bike rack. That's... <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Like when you go down to Texas, there's still hitching posted, posts like outside of restaurants. Really? Yeah. I mean, I went to see the Alamo once, but I don't really remember it, so maybe I missed it. I, I, that's crazy, though. Interesting passion. Horses. You need a good title for this. Horse, horse, horse. What's your last name? Hampton. Horses and with Hampton? We could, yeah, that's the title for it. <laughs> cool, cool. Um, all right, we're about reaching that uh, hour mark. Is yes, there, sir. is there anything you want to leave the audience with, Kirsten? Something that oh. people aren't talking enough about. Something that people what? Aren't talking enough about. Something you want to share like with us. No, I don't think so. I just think that everybody should go watch one at some point in their lives. But other than that, I mean. I'll tell you what, when, when's the next, wait, wait, is there rodeos here on campus? Um, no, but. Where would, where would the closest one be? There's one in, the, I think there's going to be one in Lafayette this year. Okay. This summer. Um, I'll have to double check on that, but. You can you can look them up and they're all over the place. Gotcha. All right. Also, Everyone's oh wait, I have two. I have two more questions. One, okay. the Sykeston Rodeo is it an actual rodeo or is it just a music festival? Because every time I hear about it, it's just concerts. So they have a concert after the rodeo. That's the biggest attraction to it. Okay. For it, but um, it's a pro rodeo. So like. The pro athletes that are making a living off of that, those are the guys that are competing at Sykeston. Okay. Do you work it? That's my second question. Uh, I've never worked it, but I really? did at some point, yeah. That just surprises me as, I don't know. You just yeah, live no, so I close to it. Did yet. you ever go to it? Yeah, That's I my third question. <laughs> I went to it every day. But... I gotcha. 
Very cool. Kirsten, thank you for coming on the podcast. Uh, ladies yeah. and gentlemen, that's going to wrap it up for this episode. You can check us up on Spotify, Instagram, Facebook, any sort of social media or podcast streaming. We're there. Um, E-Man, is there anything else you want to say before we turn it off? No, not really. Thanks for coming on. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you guys next time. Yep.